You are now entering the world of blissful living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. As you know, I'm Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. I have a wonderful guest with me today. Her name is Trina Ramsey. And before we get into the show um, and letting Trina bestow her words of wisdom upon all of you, um, let me take care of the things that you all know I like to do. If you've been listening to the show for a while, and you know I like to do a couple of like housekeeping things. And the first thing is make this time your time. And when I say that, you know what I'm getting ready to say, find a place to sit, get your favorite beverage, um, get something to write with, tell the family to give you a few moments so you can have some time for yourself so you can get it together. And um, and while you're doing that, I am going to take care of some other business. So I'd like to thank my sponsors, of course. Without the sponsors, the show would not be possible. So I'd like to thank the first sponsor, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living the number four, the letter U.com. As we transition and we are full stream ahead in the fall season, now we're right smack dab in the middle of the fall season, Blissful Living for You offers a wonderful amount of products, information, guidance, wisdom on how you can incorporate Ayurveda into your life as well as your business so that you can really transform into being that beautiful, beautiful essence that you're meant to be. And as we go through the year, it is, you know, we go through a lot of stuff, believe it or not. Um, and our bodies and our minds and our businesses go through these seasons as well. So if you're looking to increase your, your well-being with not only your mind, body, and spirit, but within your business as well, then you want to check out Blissful Living for you. And you also want to check them out because there's some good things happening on that campus with regards to the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Women's Summit, both the virtual and the live events. And our guest today, Trina Ramsey, is going to be a speaker at at the upcoming event in San Francisco, and as well as like our virtual events and a couple of books being published that um, I definitely think you're going to want to get your hands on. The first one is 365 Days of Affirmations for a Year of Bliss, being published by Babola Press, Hay House, and is available on Amazon now. And then the second book to be released this coming Saturday is the Unstoppable Woman's Manifesto. And that one is a game changer. You definitely want to get your hands on, not only on that one, but both books. So anyways, check out Blissful Living for you and see all the goodies that they have available to help you to enhance your life and your business. Now, the next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable Incorporated is a premier telecommunications installation company. 
in Silicon Valley. It is woman-owned, it is minority-owned, and I'm saying it's probably the first woman-owned, minority-owned telecommunications installation company in the United States. They've been in business for 33 plus years, have survived every economy, and their model is they make the right connections the first time so that when you go to connect with your customer on that other end, you are able to connect with them efficiently and effectively the first time. They specialize in voice data, fiber optic cable installation, as well as wireless access points, routers, modems, audio, video, speaker, monitor, whatever you need so that you can be on top of your game when it comes to your telecommunications and the way you communicate with the world. So if you're looking for a premier telecommunications installation company, minority-owned, woman-owned, that's been around for 33-plus years, that services small, medium, and very large corporations, then and wait, one more thing I want to say, and they have five-star reviews from all of their customers and they are premier or their preferred vendor of choice when it comes to telecom installation. Then you definitely want to check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. Okay, so now that we've taken care of business, you've had some time to get yourself together, got you a nice little spot to sit in, and we're going to dive into our conversation today. It's titled, Just You, The Importance of Challenging Your Inner Super Woman. And that is key. So all, all, all the ladies, and I'm not going to be like Beyonce, all the single ladies, but all the ladies, stand up. Get your crown, get your crown shifted on, put them heels on or your slippers or whatever it is, right? Because Trina is about to bring it. So my guest today, as I said in the opening, is Trina Ramsey. And I'm going to let Trina share a little bit about herself so that you all can get to know her a little bit better and get the vibe of her energy and how she flows and why this conversation that we're going to have today is so important for you. And the other thing, before I let Trina do her thing, if you like the show, subscribe to the show so you can get advanced notification of the guests. But not only that, also, share the show with everyone you love and care about, particularly us women, because it's time for women to unite and come together um, in strength, harmony, unity, so that we can be the change agents to make the world a better place. And so, Trina, welcome to Blissful Living. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. And thank you, Rochelle, so much for having me. I'm super excited to be joining you on the tour in February. And also just really happy to be here. And I just love your energy. Oh, thank you, girl. I'm trying to keep it subdued because usually I'm really, really off the hook. But, uh, you know, and that okay. might that person might come out as we talk, particularly okay. because because, you know, you a girl from the Bay. I'm a Bay Area girl. There's nothing more special than us California girls. California, you know, at, there's songs about California, you know, wine, women and weather. Right. Or the other W uh, that California is known for. My crown is shifting because you know, I'm getting a little twisted. But, <laughs> but, but um, it's always good to connect with my fellow Californians. And, in, in, you know, yeah, we from Northern Cali. Um, that's how we roll the tech, the tech empire of the world, I want to say. Um, but also, as, you know, as bad sisters like us. So Trina, tell the listeners and the viewers a little bit about you and how you became the expert when it comes to challenging our inner superwoman. 
Yes, yes, yes. So my name is Trina Ramsey. I'm the CEO of the Just Do You Institute for Women's Empowerment. And I work with women leaders over 40 who have just been pouring out year after year to everyone in their lives, whether it's um, I definitely have spent a lot of time in the nonprofit sector as a nonprofit fundraiser and gotten to the C-suite. And as you are building your career, you're just driving and driving and driving. And certainly for me, I was handed the mantle of superwoman when I was 12 years old. My mother, um, God rest her soul, she passed away when I was 14. And um, she she was um, dealing with her own mental health challenges. And she told me her diagnosis when I was 12. And I have sisters who are seven years younger than me. So do you know what that meant? Da, 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 da. Okay, I got to help mommy. I got to be the one to help make a difference and all of that. And it literally never left me. It's part of the reason why I became a coach. It's part of the reason why I ended up in nonprofits. And I've worked at some wonderful nonprofits. But the truth of the nonprofit industry is that it really can just suck you dry. I'm not joking. Mm -hmm. And so I realized as I was really building my nonprofit and my coaching practice is that I needed to stop the madness. I needed to start taking better care of myself. And I knew there were many, many women out there who needed to do the same. And that's how the branding of Just Do You started. And now I also have a program called Sweet Freedom. So that's a little bit of me. I love it. Um, you know, but we're going to dedicate this show to your mommy. Um, she's probably watching us and like, look at my girl doing it with that crazy woman. But that crazy woman with the spots on her face. <laughs> But uh, it, it, it is amazing how many of us women, when we get to, and I want to say particularly the 40-year mark, we start realizing that we have been wearing this cape underneath all our clothing that has superwoman, and we have it tattooed on our chest and our back, and we don't know really where it came from, but we know it's us and we've been doing it. And sometimes it comes from uh, things that happen in our lives. And sometimes it comes from experiences uh, that we've had outside of our family, so to speak. But we, we, we hold that badge of courage. And a lot of times we don't realize it until we get to that 40 year mark that that's what we've been doing. And so with regards to that and that, that superwoman title, um, what was the most challenging aspect for you when you realized that you had been that superwoman, not only for yourself, so to speak, as a means of surviving and thriving, but for your siblings? Yeah. So, you know, when you when you lose someone suddenly like that, <clears throat> it's just something that I just thought that I had to do. And then I also was the achiever in the family that, you know. A plus students. I was the first in my family to go to college. And so there's just a lot of expectations that are built up on you. And then I had these, uh, I love my sisters. They're amazing. Now that we're older, we're all friends. I'm not big sis. Well, sometimes I am, but you know, <laughs> that never goes away. Right. <clears throat> but there, there are times when you realize that, wait, I, I'm not supposed to do it all. I have us, one of the twins, 
also went through her own, is going through her own battle with mental illness. And me and the other sister, we lived on the East Coast at the time. She was in New York. I was going up and down, up and down the East Coast, really assuming that it was me that had to save her when I actually realized over time that sometimes I was getting in God's way because it wasn't my job. And so, you know, I, I joke about it and I say, God will be like, okay, are you, are you done yet? Can you move out the way so I can do what I need to do? You know, right. and so and that was hard because when you love somebody, you really think that you're supposed to just drop everything and be there for them. But there's only one us. And that's a lesson I had to learn. You know, you you bring up some beautiful points and I can totally relate to a lot of it. A lot of similarities. Only girl in my family. First one to go off to a four year college at um, age of 16 was the person, I think, because I was the only girl, and I'm not, I'm the oldest in my family. I have a brother four years younger than me, but um, I assumed the responsibility of taking care of everybody, but I didn't even know that. And um, I guess, you know, I say for myself that the reason that happened was because God knew I was a strong person. And I probably was the strongest person in my family to be able to handle those responsibilities and assuming that I had to be the one to take care of everyone, like how you were driving up and down the East Coast. To, but then there comes a point in time and we don't know where God says, OK, you've bared this burden long enough. Now it's time for you to step aside and let me do my work in these people's lives. And sometimes that can be very disheartening for those that have been dependent upon you because they see that you they see you as a person that's turned away from helping them instead of turning a per away to allow them to help themselves and allow the divine to intervene in their lives. With your sisters, um, first of all, how how are they doing now? How are your sisters doing now? They're doing well. They're doing well. Um, the the one she's really thriving. She lives in Hershey, Pennsylvania. The other one is still struggling, but she's growing. She's, you know, accepting the support she needs. And, and so we have all kind of shifted in our little relationship as well to, to back up, to be there for her, but also to allow her to do the things she needs to do to support her own healing journey. I love it. So with regards to um, the importance of challenging our, our superwoman self, um, particularly with the ladies or people that might be working in the nonprofit, and I've never worked in a nonprofit arena, so I can't, I can't even begin to know um, what that entity is all about, but I know there's a lot of I don't want to say codependence. That's probably not the right, correct word. But I know there's some of that with <laughs> there's some of that within there. How do how do what would you say to women that are in that industry that have that are going through things that you've gone through that need to be awakened and enlightened about the betterment um, of what they can do with regards to allowing their superwoman. Um, to be a superwoman, but without taking on everybody's steps. 
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. And this is exactly why I started the Sweet Freedom Program, because I realized that some of us really only see one way of being. This is who we are. This is our role in the world. Those of us who are what you had described, that's the responsible one. You know, we're the ones that are, you know, and sometimes we decide we're going to say today and nobody even asks us to. You know, it's just, oh, time to put the cape on. Let's go. You know, like, what? What you doing here? You know? <laughs> that is so true. That's so true. But as it relates to nonprofits, you know, the mission, it's filled with people with big hearts who want to make a difference. And so particularly women and Black women in particular, we right. are, you know, the workhorses of the world. We are the ones who were socialized as wet nurses who were taking care of other people's babies and nursing them with our own milk and all of these things. And so it's really like in our DNA to a certain extent. And then also socialized that who's going to fix it? The Black woman's going to fix it. And do, do we get the thank you for it? Not necessarily. You know, and so I really am here to interrupt scripting that is decades long, a lifetime long sometimes, to really help women to connect with their worthiness, to really understand that they don't have to be the one to save the day. In fact, if that job is harming you, it's time for you to leave. It's time for you to do something else. Are there dreams that you haven't even thought about that or can't do this because this is who I am? It's time to really shift. And that's what Sweet Freedom's all about. I love it. You mentioned something that was key. Um, and I think needs to be, we need to expand on that um, with regards to you being the woman in a nonprofit or regular corporation um, that feels that you need to save the day and you take on things that um, are not necessarily yours, but you take them on anyways because of our inherent DNA, right? We take on stuff, we do it, we're dependable, we're reliable, we get it done, but then we get no credit and no thank you for it, right? You know, um, share some wisdom with the listeners and the viewers with regards to what would you say or what nugget of gold would you share with a woman that you just described to help her to see the light of where she is and how she does not have to stay in that place, particularly if it's starting to affect her health and well-being. Because a lot of this is, gets internalized and it comes out in health and well-being issues, but we don't put the two together. Yes, absolutely. Well, the first thing I want to say, and I'm just going to get real serious, you're worthy. You are already enough. I don't know who I'm talking to, but there's somebody who is dealing with these issues right now. And they may be watching live or they may be watching in the future, but we get to shift. We get to choose ourselves. And the reason I named my company Just Do You is because it's not selfish to put yourself first. When you're on a flight, what do they tell you with the mask? To put it on yourself first, because you know what? If you run yourself into the ground, if you end up with some debilitating disease and have to go on, you know, extended medical leave guess what? They're going to replace you. The world is going to go on and here you are broken. So you can choose yourself right now, today. I love it. 
again, you guys listening, watching us, um, I always say you have to you have to choose yourself first. But here's the other thing: it's very hard for people to choose themselves first because they feel that they have a responsibility and that they're letting others down. What would you say to that woman that knows deep down inside that she needs to choose herself first, but she can't, you know, it's like, I'm reaching over here. I'm, I can't, you can't see my hands, but I'm reaching to get here, but I'm still holding on very tight here because if I don't, what's going to happen to those people? Well, you know, it's, it's my responsibility. What would you say to that sister? Yeah. And this is where trusting God comes in because God has a plan and we are all part of it. And sometimes we stay too long in a situation and there are other talented people. You're not the only one who has a solution. And if it's time for you to move on, you get to do that and you get to choose yourself. You know what you were talking about, holding on and reaching. You know, you can't if your hand is closed and I'm the same thing. If your hand is closed, you can't you can't open to receive. But mm. you actually have to let go in order to receive what's next. And sometimes out of fear, out of, you know, sometimes we have people in our ear, what do you mean? You can't quit that good job. You know, the, the benefits, the, this and that. Well, there's lots of other options. And I believe in abundance. It took me a while to break my, you know, scarcity mentality. But the world is abundant. One of my good friends always says, there will always be more money. So don't let the, um, the lore of what you're doing now and the role you're playing now mean that that's the only way it has to be. You've got a bright future ahead of you and you have the opportunity to do something different. You have the opportunity to pursue your dreams and to rest. It, you know, again, some very magical words of wisdom um, that I just think needs to be broadcasted over the loudspeaker. You know, whenever we watch the news, we don't see anything good on the news. I mean, there's a reason for that because negative sales, right? But it's so it's so easy. I've been I've been in that situation, just caught in the middle of my obligation to those that I, I feel they're dependent upon me, even though they grown, you know, or grown her to me, so to speak, but my obligation. And if I, if I didn't do something or if I didn't continue in that role, then I was letting them down. And then I was letting my family down and so on. Because, you know, as African-Americans, we are raised to family is everything. We take care of family. You stick to family with family no matter what. Even though you know that person is doing something wrong or whatever, you, family, you know, family is everything because back in the day, our families were taken apart. We were sold. We were broken apart. We were, you know, killed or maimed or whatever. So that becomes the nucleus. But it becomes a point in time where that family is everything. Um is detrimental to us or not even families, your ride or dies, you know, people at work or whatever um, becomes detrimental to us. When that happens and when there's that moment, that, that little flash in someone's mind that they realize they need to make a change, beyond realizing that, what would you suggest would be the first thing that they do that could help them to continue to move forward 
but still standing in their superwoman power, but really now owning their essence of a superwoman and understanding that they don't need to be a superwoman to, to anybody but to themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think that part of it is it's um, it's not simple. It's really challenging the things that we have been held as absolutes in our lives in terms of people who need us, in terms of um, the ways in which we believe that we are built to contribute in the world. You actually have to spend some time with yourself and actually deprogram some of that. So um, I'm talking about feeding your spiritual life, prayer, journaling. Um, I have a morning routine where I'm, I'm, I've got prayer, I've got my scriptures, but I'm also got a collection of various like journals, um, whether it be Christian or other, you know, forms of inspiration. We actually have to start feeding ourselves to, to realize that what's in front of us is not always. Another thing is, is that set those boundaries. And that's hard, especially if it's a family member or, you know, if you do you use the word codependent, there, there is codependency in the workplace. You know, if you have someone who is um, you, you feel is reliant upon you as an employee, someone who looks up to you, you don't want to let them down. Well, again, uh, there's abundance. So there are other ways that these people can be taken care of and also just trusting and empowering them. Because here's the other thing is that sometimes as superwomen, we're so used to giving that we don't know how to receive. And mm -hmm. so we only see the opportunity to like support other people, but sometimes we actually have to ask for help. So here I'm talking about therapy. I'm talking about getting rest. I'm talking about really taking the time because sometimes when we're so amped up and we're in like a toxic situation, we don't have the space to devote to even think to dream again. I had a client who said to me, I have a book that's a workbook that's called Dreams Versus Barriers. And she's like, that's too hard because I don't even know how to dream. Mm. Right? Wow. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah. But we have to like heal ourselves first before we start trying to build again. And some of that means even slowly backing away, setting different little small boundaries, holding them, setting more boundaries and teaching other people how to treat you. I love it. Okay, so here's here's the, the kicker. Um, wonderful words of wisdom. The boundary thing. Some people don't even know what their boundaries are, for, for, you know, those that are the superwoman and those that are relying upon the superwoman, because it's like, you know, it's like this, right? It's it's so grayish, black and grayish that we don't even know where we begin and, and the, the stuff ends. When it comes to setting boundaries, because you know it's hard, what is a suggestion? <laughs> What is the suggestion you would tell, you know, whether it's your client or your sister or a good friend or heck, even yourself, when you look at yourself in the mirror, what is the suggestion or suggestions you would tell someone that really, really, one, needs to identify their boundaries and two, be confident and comfortable with telling others 
what their boundaries are because that that can be really really difficult for some people yeah it, it is a process and so part of it is becoming less available <sighs> yeah. you don't have to answer the phone every time that person calls there's actually someone in my life that I, I, I made a practice of where it was a, a slow weaning because this person was, it was, a, it was a family member. And they were, um, I, I knew when I got on the phone with her that it, I was going, like her energy was, it was going to tank me because she was pulling at me. And so I got to the point where I was like, yeah, not today. We're not doing that today. And so over time, people start understanding, okay, wait, and then you'll get things like, well, I know you're so busy, but, you know, yep, I am busy. I got other things that I'm doing. And I and decide how much time you're going to allow people in. And sometimes it also means you're going to have a tough conversation and say, listen, I know that up until now, this is how things flowed between us, but you know I'm on a mission to X, Y, Z. I can't do that if I'm always available to you. So we're going to have to slow down how often we talk. I love you. But also, you get to have what you need to have. And if I'm always the one who's helping you, then you're actually not able to grow as well. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, this is another one I have. So you have that. And, and it's, I think it's a lot harder with family members because of, the connection, right? So you have this family member that you've been helping and, you know, their life is not going well. And you decide to set boundaries to cut them off, so to speak, because now they're, they're not, they're not going so well. Life is infringing upon your mental and physical and emotional well-being. And so you decide to say, Hey, you know, I'm cutting you off, you know, sorry, you know, and they start to blame you for their struggles and how it is so important for you to be with them, even though they're not making changes in their lives for the better. How would you have, what, what words of wisdom would you share with someone that's going through that? Because I think it becomes extremely difficult when you get the guilt trip put on you when you're trying to break free. It's yeah. like the, you know, the drug addict trying to, the heroin addict trying to kick, but yeah, she's still hanging out with the, the those that still shooting up, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, girl, here, just you know, just it, just this little bit ain't gonna hurt, you know. And and you're like, no, I'm trying to break free. I want to be here to support you, but I don't want to be in that realm with you. What words of wisdom can you share? Because I know this is very, this is a very powerful and impactful show and discussion that we're having. And no matter what, whoever might be one person, it might be 10,000 people that see this and get something that changed, helps them to change their life for the better. So what would you share with those people um, with regards to just, just basically going cold turkey? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, first thing, I, I think that there's a way to do it in love. And so like, I, it, it's got to be kind of a, a process. And then also, you know, like you don't have to, not everybody's going to be happy with you and that's okay. You know, um, in my book, I, I talk about who is this them that we're so worried about? You know, we always spend a lot of time worrying about what they think about us. And sometimes in these situations, we're not just worried about that relationship. 
We're worried about what the other people in the family or in the, oh my gosh, you know what she did to her sister or she's not going to do this or, you know, maybe they you know, it's believe that she's just going, yeah. yeah. But they ain't doing nothing to help either. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so the only person that I really answer to is God. And it takes a while to really get that strength because I'm a recovering people pleaser. So, you know, it's the kind, and that's a deadly combination, people pleaser and superwoman. You will wear yourself out, but I'm here to tell you, you can get on the other side, but it does require tell, letting people know, look, me doing this for you is not helping you. It's not about me being selfish. It's about me being helping you to get to a different place because I'm not going to be here all the time. And actually, my getting pulled in this way is keeping me from being able to, to help in the long run because I'm not actually meeting the goals that what I need to because I'm too pulled in too many directions. And then the other thing is, is like have them like pull back the veil about what it is because sometimes the other thing about superwomen is that we can't be vulnerable. So if you really actually talk about the cost and how you're being harmed and, and what the struggles that you are having, then they can actually see you as a human and not a superhero. And that, that, that you're not here just for them, but they want it, they can actually be empathetic towards you. Like, oh, wow, I didn't know that you were struggling with that. I didn't know. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, it can, it can shift. I love it. I love this conversation. It, it brings home a lot of uh, stuff in you know my life uh, because again, you know, I shared that little bit about me being the only girl and the whole the whole family of cousins and you know stuff. Um, but it really does bring it home, and it brings up incidents in my life where someone was struggling with alcohol addiction, and I took this person in, and because I was the fixer of everybody's problems. I just, and, you know, I'm a nurse, so I could fix this person. And even though I knew, I even though I realized, and I knew, I knew that I can't fix anybody but myself. Heck, I have a hard time fixing myself, right? But because I had this superwoman and it was looked upon, well, you're the nurse and blah, 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 blah. I took this person in um, and was taking this person to you know, AA meetings, took the person to detox, you know, and all of that. And eventually had to kick the person out of my house and out of my, my life for a moment. And when the person recovered, and it, it's pretty tragic how the person ended up recovering, but they recovered, you know, but God had to really intervene in their life. Um, he told me, he said, you know, when you would drop, he says, I, now that I'm all better and I feel like I could, I, you know, I could be upfront with you. He says, you know me better than anybody, anybody. You knew when I was lying to you, you knew. He goes, but you didn't know this. When you would take me to those AA meetings and you would drop me off, as soon as you would drive away and I would see the car far enough away, I would leave the meeting and go to the liquor store and get my fix or whatever. And then I'd come back. And when it was time for you to pick me up and I'd be right out there, like I had been in the meetings and you know, that broke my heart. And it was years later, but it broke my heart because I thought about 
how I put this person above, not above everything, but in everything that I was doing, like he was my child. And I was taking time away from my kids to support this person and they didn't really care. And that became a real awakening for me as to, I can't be a superwoman for anybody but myself, right? Because if people don't necessarily value it and they're always depending on you to fix things for them, then where is the lesson in their life for them to learn to stand on their own two feet and be strong? And so, it, you know, it kept happening, not, not with the person, different scenarios kept happening. And I actually had to move from my beloved state, the golden state. I didn't have to move, but I moved from my golden state because it had got so chaotic that I was like, if I don't get away and be so far out of reach that I'm, I'm just going to go down this downward spiral. And when I did that, one, of the, one, peop, one person told me, well, why did you leave me? And I said, I didn't leave you. I left to save myself. And so with regards to our whole conversation here about being a superwoman, my message to anybody out there listening and watching us is don't let someone try to tell you that you are letting them down because you want to save yourself. In actuality, you are elevating and giving them the strength to save themselves because you are saving yourself and you've putting yourself first. And it's so very hard, Trina. And I know, you know, it's so, so very hard. You start doubting yourself and, and playing that role, but trust us that you will get on the other side and know that it was meant for you to do. And it was a journey that you were meant to take. It just, you know, it just comes, sometimes it ain't pretty. It, you know, as you know, sometimes it is it's not pretty to get to that journey where you can stand in your five inch heels with your superwoman cape on and your cute little outfit and be like, yeah, I'm commanding my life now. Because if I don't, I may not be here tomorrow. And I'm the most important, most valuable asset thing in my life. And when I command my life, I can be there for others in the capacity that now I have grace for them and not have to take care of all their problems. So any last words, thank you for sharing that. Cause that brought up, that, you know, it brought up and I'm like, you know, that is exactly what happened. And, and, and the thing was, it was my brother. It was my brother and, and I've always been his caretaker. And so uh, when he told me that it was just like, but um, it allowed me to understand that this journey we walk on, as I say, we walk on this path of bliss. It's a journey. It's a beautiful journey. Yeah, there are challenges. And yeah, we go through some hell sometimes. But the divine has a plan for us. And in order for us to uh, illuminate the plan he has for us and to stand in the magnificence of the plan that he has for us, we have to go through some tough things to become the beautiful essence that he in that he sees us as, even when we don't see it for ourselves. So last words of wisdom you would like to share with anybody listening. And well, first of all, I want to thank you for being transparent and vulnerable and sharing your story. It, it totally ties in. And there are so many, there are so many of us. So two things I want to say, um, what you just said touches upon my favorite scripture, all things work together for the good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Because, you know, the, the things that I've seen, the things that I've gone through have made me stronger. They've made me, they, 
they are the building blocks for the Trina that you see today. And had not going through the, had I not gone through those trials, then I would not have the material to be the person I am today. But I also want to share um, something that I took from one of my um, mentors. Her name is Naonu. She said to me, you know, Superwoman is a fictional character, right? And I was like, oh, that's true. Yeah. So we're trying to actually live up to an impossible standard because it's not, it's not real. And at the same time, we can draw on the strength of Superwoman, as you said, for what we need to power through a tough situation, to stand in our power, to go for our dreams. That's all available to us, but we don't have to be victim to it. I love it. I love it. I love conversations like this because it's heartfelt and it comes from our heart and soul. And you just shared some wonderful words of wisdom. Um, you know, context of in enlightening us and um, a really beautiful, beautiful aspect uh, for anyone watching or listening to to really be able to absorb what we're talking about. It's it's beyond just us being here and being beautiful and speaking words. It really, really touches. It touched my heart and soul. And I'm sure if it touched my heart and soul and it's touching your heart and soul and you know my favorite color. Um, then, um, yeah, we, you know, it, it's touching others and we may never know whose lives we touch that we were able to transform with our words of wisdom, but I know we're out there doing some great work. So thank you, Trina, for being a guest on Blissful Living. Thank it's you. Beautiful. And okay. So here, I'm here the crazy woman come back on, not crazy, but I shouldn't say it like that. Cause that's not a very nice term. Um, we'll say badass woman. There you go. <laughs> um, Trina is one of the speakers, you all, at the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Woman Summit in San Francisco. She most likely will be joining us on the virtual summit prior to that as well. And if you liked what we talked about, if it touched you in some kind of way, even if you just get a little tingle, that means that we, our conversation touched you in some kind of way. And you need to listen to this over and over again so that you can get that strength you need to shatter those shackles of being that superwoman and to stand in your greatness because that's what it's all about. I believe that the divine brought us together to share this message with you all today. And, um, and so we hope with our heart and souls that you enjoyed our conversation. And if it, if it touched you, that you began the transformation of shedding those shackles of superwoman and becoming that great woman in your own right that you are. And you are not responsible for anybody but yourself. And as Trina said, you got to put yourself first because as they say, if you don't save yourself first, you can't save anybody else, right? So um, thank you, Trina. Thank you. And you're very welcome. Thank you to all the viewers and listeners of the show today. Again, please share the show with everyone you love and care about. We have some very powerful, moving conversations. And as Trina dropped nuggets of gold and wisdom for you all to begin to incorporate in your life immediately, here's one thing I know she wants you all to know. It's not going to be easy. But as you do it, and the more you do it, it gets easier. It's like when you first learn how to tie your shoes, 
the kids don't even do that today, but us in our generation, when you first learned how to tie your shoe, it wasn't easy, but you now you tie your shoe like, no, you don't even have to think about it. Or riding a bike or driving a car. You, you know, you first get in that car, you try to check everything. Now you just get in the car, turn it on, go. Half the time, you don't even realize your journey to, you, you know what I mean? You're not even paying attention, especially in the bay with that traffic. You in that traffic, you sit, you're on autopilot, right? So um, it's not meant to be easy, but it's meant to be explorative and it's meant to awaken you to the true essence of your beautiful self. So with that being said. Rochelle, I would love to um, offer a free. A I was free just going to ask you to share with how people can get more yeah. of you and connect with you. Yeah. So I'm at Instagram at my coach Trina and also on X at my coach Trina, of course, on LinkedIn, Trina Ramsey and just do you Institute is dot com is my website. And I have a free gift right on the on the main page. I'm an executive coach. I help people with career transitions and I've come up with a toolkit that helps people to decide. Is it time to stay or go? Is it time to switch careers? Is it time to retire? So if you go to my page, justdoyouinstitute.com, right on the homepage is a free gift you can download and you can start your journey. And if okay. I see you on social media, say hi and say this is how you got introduced. Rochelle, thank you again. This has been amazing. I really appreciate the opportunity oh, to be in spirit and in conversation with you. You're so lovely and I, it certainly has fueled my morning. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for saying yes um, to both opportunities. Thank you for sharing your words of wisdom. Thank you for the free gift. You guys, her information will be in the show notes. So pay attention. Um, you know, if you're quick and you can write that down, good, but it'll be in the show notes. And you can always listen to the show over and over again until you get exactly all the information you need that fulfills your heart and soul. So you can go out and be the most important superwoman in your life. I want to thank um, our sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Check them out again. Lots of goodies. And plus, you get to see Trina. Go check on that, click on that events tab, and you can see Trina um, being one of the, the featured speakers at the event in San Francisco coming up soon. And I want to thank All Day Cable Incorporated at AllDayCableInc.com. And I want to thank all of you for allowing us just this few moments in time to be a part of your life and to share just the girlfriend conversations that we have because. I'm a believer that there are no coincidences and God brings people together that are meant to be together. And sometimes those people travel with you for a long time and sometimes they're in and out, but it's the journey again and the time that you spend with those that are, are life transforming. And so thank you, Trina, for your time. Thank you all of you for watching and listening. Um, and I'll keep talking. So let me just end it. This is Rochelle Marie Lawson. <laughs> wishing you all peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your soul. And may you have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed and superwoman, powerful day. Goodbye for now, everybody. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. 
catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on blissfullivingforyou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.